We're so grateful, you guys, to have Miss Amanda LeCount with us, and she is hashtag breaking a stereotype. She's a dancer, choreographer, actress, and model, and she's worked with Rihanna, Katy Perry, Lady Gaga, Lizzo, Megan Trainor. There's just so many out there that she's worked with, and I just love what she stands for, and I'm so grateful that she's a part of Black Canvas. Thank you so much, Amanda, for being here. Thank you for having me. What an introduction. Well, it's all true, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. I love that. And one thing I love about you, Amanda, and I've been following actually your career for a while. Um, I One day I was on YouTube, actually, and I was watching, like, I love watching, like, different dancers and people, you know, who are making, like, moves and things in, in different careers. And I saw Hamilton Evans one day I was watching, and then I saw you on um, seeing in different videos. I'm like, Amanda seems really cool, and I love what you stood for. Because unfortunately, we all know in the dance world and just entertainment business that people have different stereotypes for different people. And yeah. I hate that. I mean, I'm, I'm grateful that you not only are an amazing person, but a dancer, you can show people, it doesn't matter, I can do it. And that's one thing I really admired about you. Oh, thank you very much. Absolutely. I appreciate it. So I kind of want to talk about when did you first start dancing? Around what age did you um, realize you had a passion for dance? Yeah, well, I started dance when I was only two years old, so very young. And my mom, I got started because I have six older siblings, so I come from a pretty large family. And two of my older sisters, I only have two older sisters, but both of them were in dance (laughs) when I was really little growing up, and my mom was a single mom. Um, And so she would have to take me to the dance studio all the time. And I'd spend a lot of my time there, and I'd always be staring through the window or, like, bouncing when the music came on. And I think my mom just kind of got that sixth sense that moms have. Um, And she could tell that I wanted to be in there and that she felt that dance was good for me or dance could be good for me and that I'd enjoy it. And so she uh, enrolled me in my first dance classes and I absolutely loved it. So she definitely made the right move. Um, And then I would say when I really, really got like passionate about it or when I knew I wanted to do it for a career and not just as a hobby was probably when I was around nine or 10. And that's awesome. And when you say around nine or 10 that you started to realize that, um, did you realize, hey, this is a career that not only I'm going to thrive in, but I feel great about? Did you notice that as well? Um, I definitely knew around ages when I was like, okay, I want to dance as much as I can. And I want to dance professionally. And I want it to be a job. But I think there was a part of me that kind of thought, I don't know if I can make a living out of this. You know, I love dance, of course, but I don't know, you know, if it's, Uh, an actual job that I can, uh, you know, like support myself with. And so there was definitely some questioning that aspect of it, but I knew I wanted it to be a job and I wanted to do it as much as I could. And I wanted to pursue it professionally. Um, But I just wasn't sure if I'd have to have like side jobs or like, you know, work other jobs. Cause obviously, you know, unless you're dancing all the time, dance is kind of hard to make a living off of. And so I was a little worried about right. that, but I knew that I wanted to do it all day, every day. And that's what I'm doing now. So it worked out. <laughs> it, it really did. And one thing that really bothered me, um, I seen that you had posted something on Instagram. You said around like nine or 10 years old that you mm-hmm. said if someone told you that your body type didn't fit his image. Can you kind of break that down? I thought that mm-hmm. was horrible of a statement, but can you kind of break down what happened in that incident? 
Mm-hmm. So I was, I'm from Colorado originally, and I just started going to a new dance studio because, fun fact, um, he actually asked me to come to his studio, which makes the story even worse in a way. Um, so he begged me to go to his studio, and I said, yes, you know, I, he sounded really passionate, and, and I was excited to, you know, try something new. And so I went to his studio for a year, and in my opinion, or from my point of view, it was a really great year. You know, I was on the competition team and we were competing and I loved dance classes and I loved the people I was dancing with. Like there really wasn't any issues and he had never mentioned my body type previously. And so at the end of the year, when he asked to have a meeting with my mom and I, and he said, Hey, I'm sorry, but Amanda's body type doesn't fit my vision I have for my team. It really came out of nowhere. And my mom and I were both really, really shocked with what he was saying, because again, he had never even mentioned it before. And even if he did, just the fact that a grown man, an adult is saying that to, it'd be horrible if you said it to anyone, but especially like an 11 or 12 year old kid that like looks up to you and looks to you as a mentor and, you know, inspiration. Uh, We were just, our jaws were like on the floor and we were speechless, honestly. And that was really hard to go through at the time because I, that was probably my first big experience I've had with someone telling me to my face that my body was an issue to them. And so it definitely was eye opening and it definitely made me question myself and question, you know, dancing in general a little bit. Um, so it was definitely a hard thing to go through, but now at the place I am, I can kind of look back and, uh, just say, you know, I know he was wrong. And obviously by what I'm doing today, <laughs> I, I proved that wrong. Um, and I'm, I'm, I like to think I'm pretty successful. So um, it was just a crazy experience, though. And I'm still shocked that anyone, but especially an adult to a kid would say that. And a lot of times, like you said, Amanda, it can be a lot of insecurity within maybe himself, mm-hmm. because when you, the confidence that you do have and that you can you know share with others I think like for some people that can be really difficult for someone to be as strong as you are and I know it wasn't easy going through bullying because um for anyone who's experienced I know in my middle mm-hmm. school high school years I went through that myself being bullied and it, it's really difficult and and I'm just so grateful um to have made it through mm-hmm. you know a lot of those experiences but yeah it makes it a lot harder you know for you to kind of find your purpose um when someone like I said who you admire makes those kind of comments um, but, but one thing I do want to mention, I know you moved to LA yeah. at a certain point. Um, what drew you into hip hop dancing? Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I first got into hip hop when I was maybe like six, I want to say somewhere around there. So it definitely came a few years after I had already been dancing for a while. And I had loved dance. But as soon as I tried hip hop for the first time, I was like, oh, this this is for me. This is what I love. This is like everything I could ask for. It like, it it, like clicked to me as soon as I tried it. I was like, Oh, this is my thing. Um, and I just love it because not all dance styles and I don't want to take away from the technical styles at all. They're beautiful. And I, I I enjoy them very much, but something I really love about hip hop dance is that there aren't really rules to it. And of course, for some certain specific styles of hip hop, you know, like locking, popping, whacking, there is technique. But just overall, in general, it's a little bit more free and you have a little bit more room to express yourself and be an individual. And I think that's kind of what first drew me in is I felt like 
I, I didn't have to be like worried that I was doing the steps wrong or like, oh, am I going to get told that my, you know, I need to tuck my hips under or my arm, my elbows needs to be up. Like I wasn't so worried about the technique. I could actually enjoy it and just be myself and perform. And I think that's what I loved about it. And it's still what I love about it. Um, and I just, I just love it. And I think to me, in my opinion, as, as an individual, it's both what I love to do the most, the style I like to do the most, and also the one I like to watch the most. Um, just cause in my opinion, it is just so exciting and it, and it gets me the most, um, I don't want to say hype because I hate, I, I don't love that word, but just like it, it's the one that makes me the most excited. And, and the one thing it kind of, is, it's not only freeing for you and, and me, I write books myself. So I know about like free form and poetry mm-hmm. and kind of sharing uh, of yourself. And one thing I love about that, it goes back into your vision, even like with creating the breaking the stereotype. I think that is something that is really important. And I wanted to kind of find out what gave you that vision to create breaking a stereotype. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of funny because I, th- I think a lot of people think that it was some elaborate planning that I was doing, you know, spending weeks trying to come up with this hashtag. And I was, I was starting it to become this huge movement. And that really was not the case at all. Um, it was very, very random. And I was just in the car. My mom was driving me to dance one day and I was scrolling through Instagram. And I noticed that a few of the people I was following had a hashtag that they were using. Um, but it was a lot of the time it was just kind of more generic stuff like their name or their age or where they're from, things like that. Um, but I thought that was a really interesting concept. And I was like, I want my own hashtag, you know, to use under my post. I was like, that's cool. But I knew that I wanted mine to have a little bit more meaning for me. And so I came up with breaking the stereotype because it's pretty self-explanatory, but I definitely don't fit into many different stereotypes, uh, both in the dance world, but also just in life in general in the entertainment industry. And so I wanted to create a hashtag that I could use for myself that kind of summarized what my purpose is and what my message is and what my my goal is um, as a professional dancer and just a person. And I just started using it really subtly on my Instagram. I didn't make like a huge announcement, you know, hey, guys, this is my new (laughs) movement or hashtag that did not happen. I just started, you know, (laughs) incorporating it in all my posts. And my the people that were following me at the time noticed it Mm -hmm. and they were responding really, really well to it. And they absolutely loved it. And it just kept growing bigger and bigger. and, And now it's it's such a huge part of not only my dance career, but honestly, just who I am as a person as well. You know, I've been, I've been using it for the past over five years now, I think. And so it's, I I don't know what life was like without it. And now it's, it's given me the opportunity to just share that message of body positivity and fighting for more inclusion and diversity and dance, but also just the entertainment industry as a whole. Um, And I just, I don't know. I, I, I always I, I give myself props for coming up with that because it's it's taken me so many places. And I was only like 16 or 15 when I came up with it, uh, which is pretty young. So I like to give, you know, younger Amanda some credit for mm-hmm. that because it's taken me, like I said, so many places. And I don't think I'd be where I am or I don't think I've been, I would have done the things I've done without that. I agree with that. And I, I love the 
um, not only just the hashtag itself, but it kind of goes into this generation of Mm -hmm. um, when we see like different supermodels from many years ago and what it looked like to be a model, to be an actress, to be a a choreographer, a dancer. And I love that where we are now in this Mm -hmm. generation that you can see, you know, someone who is full figured, a plus size, who is representing, you know, on the, the cover of a magazine or someone who may not be five foot 10 or six feet who can still mm-hmm. represent and share or someone who dances like you do. Mm-hmm. And you can see that you have not only a passion for it, but you inspire people. And, and I think like that goes back into um, the great upbringing you had from your mother and the things that she gave you. And then you actually use that as fuel and to kind mm-hmm. of say, hey, you know what? I don't have to come in the front door. I can make my own door and, you know, mm-hmm. come through and show people this is who Amanda is. And that's one thing I do admire, mm-hmm. like I said, really that you, you show this generation that anything's possible as long as you have that belief system and a strong work ethic. Mm-hmm. And I know you did also mention Absolutely. before online, you said dance is for everybody and everybody is for dance. Can you kind of explain what that means if you don't mind? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I I could be wrong. I'm sure someone has said it before, so I'm not trying to be like, I came up with this and it's all mine. But I did, it did come to my mind without seeing somebody else say it. So I just want to make that clear. But I, I was just Fine. thinking one day and I was like, yeah, like everybody can dance. And then I, I thought about the word everybody and I was like, well, everybody, you know? And I guess I was really excited when I, when that came to my mind because it, it's perfect. Cause I'm always saying, yeah, everybody can dance. Like anyone you can think of, they can dance too. And obviously my whole thing is body positivity and breaking that stereotype that, you know, people that aren't thin can't dance because it's not true and so when I thought about oh everybody everybody can dance and dance is for everybody so like dance is for every body type pretty much is what I was going for and I absolutely love it I think it's going to be my new my new like saying my new mantra for a while (laughs) um but yeah it's just going back to kind of my (laughs) overall message about body positivity and you know no matter what size you are what your appearances, you can do whatever you're passionate about. I think that's great. And it kind of goes into just like Megan Trainer being a great example. One thing I love <laughs> about her career is not only that she has an amazing voice, but her message when we just kind of go to the, her beginning yeah. hits and songs that she did. And I know you have worked with a lot of different yeah. artists. So my next question is kind of which artists that you have not <laughs> worked with yet that you're dying to work with? <laughs> um already know hands down ariana grande for sure um she i just i obviously it's no it's not even up for debate how incredible and how talented she is um first of all her voice just alone is crazy i'm like i'm so jealous of her voice um i'm like whoever gets to hear her sing is just their ears are blessed um but also i just i really um respect her a lot as well i mean on her last tour Um, she had a male identifying person dance in heels with like the women on her tour. And I just Mm -hmm. think like, she's just very, or what comes across is she's very, um, inclusive and she, she just wants everyone to feel seen and feel like respected. And I know her choreographers very well. Um, and they're amazing as well. And they just, both of them as well, because she has two choreographers, they're twins, um, and them as well as Ariana, they're just super accepting and they, and they want Ariana and her tours and music videos to reflect what the world looks like and not the world doesn't look like one thing. 
And so they're very open to, you know, hiring people that maybe other choreographers don't hire or trying to be more diverse and inclusive. So I know they've had a plus size dancer before in Ariana Grande's music videos. And like I said, they had a male person dancing in heels and dancing, some would say pretty feminine on tour, which I'm sure that helped a lot of people Mm -hmm. feel, you know, seen and feel appreciated. Um, and so I just, I love her overall as an artist and a person and I, I love her team as well, her choreographers. So that's like my dream person to work with hopefully one day. Well, hopefully she, you'll hear this at some point and we can kind of <laughs> make that, I believe in speaking positivity and positive things into existence. So let's hope mm-hmm. that, you know, she hears this and that will help happen for sure. Cause I think that would be life-changing for you. And she's been doing killing it so far in the voice like this season yeah oh my gosh I love it I've, I've watched the episodes she's so she funny is too. when she um, hit the buzzer when John Legend was saying something and thank you next came on <laughs> thank you I couldn't stop and Kelly Clarkson laughing just made me laugh even more I was like this is so fun I love it she's a no it's great <laughs> it it's is great. all right so I have one last question for you and then I want you to kind of plug how they can find you online but my final question is, what is one piece of advice that you would give to your nine or 10 year old version of yourself? And um, whatever that advice would be, I think it'd be really helpful for especially young kids who might be able to hear this. Um, so I would love if you can kind of share what piece of advice would you give the younger version of yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's so many different things. <laughs> I wish I could tell my younger self. Um, I think one of the main ones would be just to stop comparing myself to other people Um, I think that only hurts yourself in the end. Um, and there's just, there's no point really. Um, we we all do it. Everyone does it. It's just a kind of a natural human reaction, I guess. Um, but it just causes a lot of questioning yourself and questioning your appearance and how you feel about yourself. Do you love yourself? Do you love your body? How does your body look next to this person and, and things like that. And it's just really damaging for your self-esteem and I just don't think we should. Everyone's an individual and everyone's different. And, and that's what's so beautiful about humans is no one is the same. And so I think instead of comparing ourselves and trying to look like other people, we should just embrace who we are and embrace our individuality and realize how special that is and how special we are. Um, and also just don't focus so much on the beauty standard. I know um, I've always had some confidence, you know, growing up, but I know growing up that when I would like see magazines and stuff, I would see, you know, the same body type and the same, the same looking people all across these magazines and on TV and stuff. And I'd want to look like that because I thought I was supposed to look like that or I, I should look like that. And there was something wrong with me, but really it's just, it's society's problem. It's not you. And I've also realized that society is never going to be pleased no matter what you do. And you can, you can look quote unquote perfect, whatever that means, but they will still find something to pick out and to say is bad about you. So just be yourself, make sure you love yourself and you love who you are and you're happy with the life you're living and who cares what society might think of it because their opinion doesn't matter. I love that. I think that was beautifully said, Amanda. And it kind of goes back to um, a lot of people who have insecurities or maybe have been bullied or ridiculed based on a lot of different, of course, things, either if it's sexuality or, or gender identity or color or just so many different things that are out there or even just based on, you know, where you've grown up in certain environments. That plays a huge role 
for a lot of young kids. And I think just hearing it, um, the way you just shared openly and from your heart of just how hard that can be looking into the kind of like the mirror and, and almost judging yourself based on what you've seen. And I think that's why it's so important mm -hmm. to have you and so many other people out there because you will help to inspire a generation of people. And you've already done that. I mean, um, being a part of Rihanna's show, I know that was recent, right, Amanda? Wow. Yeah, it came out yesterday. <laughs> I know that was something. It's just like a life-changing thing. It's like when you were a little girl just saying, I want have dreams and to actually start living in these dreams. I think that that's amazing. And I'm just very proud of you. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's crazy. It's 10-year-old Amanda would not believe what I've done. <laughs> <right now. laughs> well, it's amazing. You're, and you're going to continue to grow. This is only the beginning. I want you to remember this moment 10 years from now and be like, I remember this and like, yeah. where am I now? Because I know I'm going to see you doing even bigger things than this. So that's the great thing. Um, but I want you, if, if you don't mind, can you awesome. tell our listeners, so how can they follow you? Sure. Um, let's see. There's so many different social <laughs> medias out there. Um, my main ones are Instagram, which is just Amanda LeCount. And I also, I know TikTok is the new thing or not super new, but <laughs> it's the new social media on the block. So that is Amanda underscore LeCount. And then lastly, just for literally any information you want to know or my merch or anything like that, my website is AmandaLeCount.com. And yeah, I hope to see you on my social media pages. <laughs> <laughs> I am so proud of you, man. Like I said, I want to reiterate that because I think it's important to hear it. And I'm all about encouraging people. And I was so grateful when you said, mm -hmm. hey, I want to be a part. Let's kind of do this. And we've been talking back and forth. And I mm -hmm. think like you are going to, like, like I said, really inspire so many young girls and boys that are going to hear this and say, hey, you know what? She is doing her own thing and she's creating a path that works for her. And so you continue to keep doing it. Keep your head up. And who cares what that guy said when you were younger? Because like I said, he didn't know any better. And if he did, then you <laughs> proved him wrong. And that's the most mm -hmm. important thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I had a great time and I appreciate all the kind words. And yeah, maybe we'll talk again someday. We'll see. I, I hope so. That'd be great. <laughs> yes. So we thank you, Amanda. And let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. All right, Amanda, have a great day. Okay, thank you. Bye. You too.